Welcome to Good Vibrations Radio, Tools for Transformation. Now, quantum physics tells us that we are all energy vibrating at different frequencies, and in Good Vibrations Radio, we bring you information that allows you to change the vibrational frequency of your life. We're your source for everyday alchemy, so you can turn the lead in your life into gold. Good Vibrations Radio is made possible through the sponsorship of Magic for Life, which is also the promoter-producer of the Rota Psychic Fair. Now, the Rota Psychic Fair has been a staple in Monterey County for the last 35 years. And last year, this past year, of course, like everyone else, we had to make adjustments for 2020 and COVID. So we couldn't hold our fairs this year. We actually haven't had one since November 4th of 2019. However, we do have one scheduled for April 17th, of 2021. Now, whether we're going to get there or not, I can't say because Monterey County is currently in a shutdown. But I encourage you to sign up for the email list on goodvibrationsradio.com or rotapsychicfair.com so that you can be informed as to what's coming up. Now, Good Vibrations Radio is back on the air or back in the podcast after after being turned down, turned off, I'm sorry, after being shut down in September of 2018. We've been on radio for 11 years. There were reasons that we needed to shut down. And I'm slowly making our way back. Now, previous shows can be found by visiting the podcast page, which is on the homepage of goodvibrationsradio.com. You just go there, hit the link. It'll bring you to the podcast page. Most of the podcasts are there, and they're available to download or for anyone to listen to for free. So go back, listen to some of that information, because some of it, doesn't matter when, is still as valuable today as it was then. Now, most of you know, each year, I pull a tarot card for the year, and I use the Osho Zen Tarot deck. And the card I pulled for this year was the Four of Rainbows. Now, the Four of Rainbows shows... An older woman, kind of cronish, with all of her possessions wrapped around her and all of her gold turning into bricks and stones. And the message of that card is that when we have our beautiful gifts and we keep them to ourselves, they grow old, they grow stale, they lose their beauty, they lose their luster, just like the old woman. So this year, 2020, is the alchemical year about no longer hiding our gifts. It's the time for all of us to be bringing our gifts out, not hiding behind things, not keeping it in a closet where no one can see it except us. This is about revealing our true self because that's our true gift for all of us. People are always asking, what's my purpose in the world? What am I supposed to do? And the answer for all of us is the same, to be the best expression of who we truly are. And most often, we're very busy trying to be someone other than who we truly are. This is the year to bring that out so we can truly shine going forward into 2021. 
Now, quarterly throughout the year, I conduct a quarterly preview with different practitioners bringing their information forward. Our last one was in September. And at that time, we talk about the astrology, the numerology, the energy, the wisdom of the tarot, everything for the coming quarter. And I pulled the Knight of Rainbows for the month of December. Now, in the Osho Zen deck, rainbows is about the actions we take in the world, the things the things we surround ourselves with in the world, rather. It's the things we have around us, like this pretend bookshelf behind me that supposedly designates some wisdom. But actually, it's just a backdrop. But the Night of Rainbow shows a tortoise walking along a beach toward the rainbow glow up ahead. And it reminds us that wherever we are, we have all that we need. We don't need anything else. We don't need the books in the bookshelf. Even as we move into the depths of our own emotional understanding and trying to bring our true self out, we're still self-contained and we're still free from all attachments. So this card says for this year, let go of the restrictive expectations that you had for yourself and others. Take full responsibility for all the illusions we carry. So what are the illusions? The things that we believe have to be. I could only do this if I was this tall. I could only be this if I, if I did this in my twenties. I could only have this if I have this much income versus What is the best expression of you in the world? And does it really require all those attachments for you to be that person? The truth is who we are, is what we need to bring out. And we have one final month of 2020 to make that determination so we can start the energy of 2021 with that fresh expectation, that fresh hope, that fresh vision, and that fresh way of expressing ourselves. So accept the new, let go of the old, welcome the new you that's birthed in 2020, and let go of the fires of 2020 as you go into 21. And know that wherever you are, you always have everything you need, and wherever you are is always home. So before we talk with our guests this evening, let me tell you a little bit about me. I'm a speaker, performer, reader, healer, radio host, and author. I've been a part of the metaphysical community my entire life, and my undergraduate and graduate degrees are in metaphysics. And this show always shares a variety of metaphysical subjects offered by those who've explored those areas. Now, a habit I've built up over the years is to start each show with the reading from Day by Day with James Allen. Now, in 1903, James Allen published his essay, As a Man Thinketh, and he chose the title from chapter 23, verse 7 of Proverbs, which says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It was described by Allen as a book that will help you help yourself. And he wanted all of us to know that in our own thought world, we hold the key to every condition, good or bad. Our present reality is a direct outcome of our past thoughts, intentions, and beliefs. But our future is not predestined by our past. By working patiently and intelligently on our thoughts, our intentions, our beliefs, we can actually remake our lives and transform our circumstances. 
So in Day by Day with James Allen, his essay's been broken into a separate section for each day of the month. And for the 20th, for the, not the 20th, for the fourth day of the month, James Allen shares live in the solution. A person cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts. And so indirectly, yet surely, shape his circumstances. You know, there's a story of two brothers. One grows up to be an alcoholic bum. The other one grows up to be a successful businessman. When the alcoholic is asked why he's an alcoholic, he says, my father was an alcoholic. When the businessman is asked why he's successful, he says, my father was an alcoholic. Same background, same upbringing, different choices. As we share in the closing prayer, we're not victims. We have a choice. 2020 has been a year of unexpected challenges and difficulties. Regardless, it's how we choose to respond to the challenges that makes the difference, not what the challenge is. So remember in life, there are no mistakes, only lessons. And I also share that to help with my focus and thoughts and kind of reframe my thinking in the morning, I use each day a series of prayers and affirmations to help focus my thoughts, to frame some positive thinking. I do morning and evening series of forgiveness prayers. I do a gratitude affirmation. I do ho'oponopono, and I do unconditional love affirmations. And I collect a positive thought from the daily word produced by the Unity School of Christianity. The daily word for Friday, December 4th is, I'm growing into my divine potential. As spiritual beings, our growth is ongoing. No matter what happens in the world, we continue to connect and trust in the movement of our spirit in ourselves. So allow yourself the time to release, recover, and regenerate. Your spirit can't stay nourished. If you don't provide a downtime, spend time each day growing into your divine potential, which leads us to our special guest today. Eve Crow is referred to as a dream maker steeped in roots of shamanism, metaphysics, and mysticism. She's an experienced teacher and healer with over 30 years experience. And her four-series technique has aligned thousands to their physical, emotional, financial, and love dreams. What you are re- when you are re- what you are ready to manifest in your life, Eve Eve Crow is a Reiki master, shamanic practitioner, personal coach, and metaphysician. Metaphysician, excuse me, I apologize. She creates both written and audio work to share with the masses. In addition to being a shamanic teacher, she's also an experienced intuitive affiliated with the Foundation for Shamanic Studies. Eve, welcome to Good Vibrations Radio. Hi there, Salazar and everybody. Nice to see you. Nice to be with you. I resonate with so much of what you said, and I think it's so important for people to to hear that that us practitioners, we're, we're doing our affirmations, we're doing the Ho'oponopono every day, and walking the talk is so, so important to just keep you aligned and positive and optimistic, especially in these times. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. But I wanted to mention that in our conversation coming up to the show, 
you had mentioned that you saw yourself represented by the major arcana card, number one, the magician from the Tarot. And so how do you feel the magician represents you and the significance of that from your perspective? Well, because I follow metaphysics just as closely as shamanism, I believe that your thoughts and your beliefs create your reality. And so the basis of my work is bringing people into their root core issues, clearing them, and then aligning them to what they do want and assisting them in monitoring their thoughts giving them a list of affirmations, a subconscious audio for them to listen to, to saturate their mind because it takes your subconscious 30 days to believe something new, right? So to me, the magician is thinking, feeling, asking for something, and the hand is up in most tarot cards with the magician. The hand is up, mm-hmm. calling to the divine, manifesting, and the hand is down, pointing towards the earth, manifesting it on the earth plane. So manifesting, putting it out there, making it happen um, is something that I'm known for within my own life, but also to help people that have really been stuck in a lot of different ways, even especially through the pandemic. Um, I noticed a, a core theme of people coming forward, really beautiful, but people coming forward and saying, you know, I realized I don't really like my job anyway, and I'm laid (laughs) off. And so maybe I should just, would you coach me into another job? Okay. Or I'm not really resonating with my beloved partner anymore, and I'm noticing that now that I'm home with them all the time. And so people have been having a lot of revelations through the pandemic and wanting to be the best that they can be. And we don't have all the distractions of, of not facing ourselves. Who are we? What is our path? Are we on the right path for ourselves? Are we doing our mission? And so I've noticed this year, everybody's wanting to connect in and have tarot readings and healings and going through the four series to release all the blockages and the karma so that they can be the fullest expression of who they are. And to me, that's a beautiful miraculous surprise because I was expecting a flood of calls from people that were worried, panicked, you know, in that energy. And I didn't receive that. I really received people that wanted to raise, you know, rise to the occasion. Of course, in our conversations, people would mention, gee, this is, you know, kind of scary. What's going to happen? And, you know, things like that. But it's been really beautiful to see all of the wonderful people coming forward that are just stepping up right now and saying, this is great. I want to step into my mission. Yeah, that sounds like a great awareness that that struck many of the people. Certainly the ones you encountered that came to you is really, they took a pause and they suddenly really, by taking that pause, recognized this is not what I want to be doing or this is not who I want to be with or where I want to be. That's That's a big, huge step. And that leads to, the concept that supposedly more consciousness is coming to us in 2021. So did you find overall that you were doing more readings, more healings? What, what was it? Um, definitely more healings. So there were a couple things that I did to offer. I offered a lot of specials for readings and healings. And I did a shamanic Sunday every Sunday for free. Um, so people could come and journey and strengthen themselves and 
sharpen their skills, but also to learn how to meet their power animal for their immune system. And so I did a lot of readings, but mostly healings. And um, soul retrieval was very important for a lot of different people who have disassociated and fragmented throughout their lives through shock. And a lot of people basically went right into shock when COVID happened. They lost their loved ones. I worked with many people that had COVID and um, worked them through it. We did soul retrieval. We karmic released the spirit of the virus. We did some really specific things. We aligned their subconscious to radiant health and uh, cleared out a lot of ancestral pain. And so, you know, we're a product of our karma, our ancestors' karma, and our thoughts and beliefs. So I work with everything in the four series. So tell me a little bit more about soul retrieval. When people come, you say they get fragmented. What's... What's the premise behind a soul retrieval? Why would someone want one? Or are you able to identify through, I I come to you for a service, and you're able to determine that that may be an underlying cause of what I'm experiencing? Well, usually soul retrieval is the foundational first step that I do with people if I'm, unless I'm doing a reading or somebody wants a past life regression. So, There are times in our life where we disassociate. That's more of a psychological term. But shamans knew, you know, 50,000, 100,000 years ago that when you go into pain, you lose a parent, you go through a very deep, tragic breakup, you fall off your bike as a kid, you get yelled at in school as a kid, you have an accident, you go into a state of shock. And a part of the soul at that age leaves the body and floats out into the ethers. And then the person becomes more numb and empty. Sometimes their immune system breaks down. Sometimes they're just, they look, you know, like they're just spacey or whatever. And um, we all disassociate. Everyone needs soul retrieval. And so when you do a soul retrieval, you're journeying, you, you know, train and learn these different techniques. But my grandmother and great-grandmother were healers also, so it was in my blood. It was pretty pretty destined for me to do this work, and it's in my chart as well. So, But you journey and you find the parts of the soul, and you actually see the person at age 5 or 15 or last year. A lot of people disassociated this year because they lost their loved ones. And so, you know, journeying, finding that part of the soul, gathering it, journeying over to them, blowing it into them. And so there's a remote aspect to it as well. We don't need to be in person to do a soul retrieval. Mm. So a bulk of my work has been remote anyway because I've traveled Mm. so much. I have clients all over the world, and I do a lot on Zoom and FaceTime or just remotely. I will just lay down, go into a deep state, do a soul retrieval journey to the person, blow the soul parts in, and then contact them and tell them what happened. Mm-hmm. And then people feel replenished. They feel like they have themselves back, their life back. We often also lose our powerful one or our sensuous one. Mm-hmm. And so when you lose that aspect, if you go through a, a, a painful divorce or breakup, you can lose that sensuous one and then 10 20 years go by no dating you have a soul retrieval you get some of the soul parts back from that trauma you get the sensuous one back boom you're ready you meet someone 
you know, same thing with losing your power. You know, mm. we're, we have a lot of power that we feel, you know, as a teenager, usually, and in our 20s, we're always telling our parents, don't worry, don't worry about it. And then as we get older, we're worried and we have less, uh, we have more fear and less, you know, empowerment. And soul retrieval brings those parts back and it keeps you young to be having soul retrieval at least once a year to check to see, did a soul part go out at any time? And so that's, um, that is what got me into soul retrieval. Um, just little, little background, um, when I was 18, I went through the windshield of a car. Somebody was uh, drinking and driving and I was too. Neither one of us could really drive. And that was my hard lesson as a teen. And I was in a coma and died and, and then was in this coma for a while, hmm. days. And I met God in the universe and, and came back and I knew how to do hmm. healings, but I didn't do anything with it because I didn't want to get weird. I remember thinking, <laughs> I, I don't want to get weird. And this was back in the 80s and, you know, so on the East Coast. So I didn't say anything to anyone. I didn't do anything about it. I became a travel agent. And then I got chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and my whole immune system broke down. And somebody said, you've got to find a shaman. And I said, okay. So I found a shaman. And I didn't tell him anything. I just said, I'm really sick. The doctor said I'm going to die. I have no immune system left. And And he came over and he said, he did a journey and he said, I saw you in a very um, bizarre car accident as a teenager. And he said, and your soul never came back. It was stuck up near the death zone. So your body thought you were supposed to die because mm. most of your soul is up there, not in here. And I said, okay. And, and after that, I was never sick again. It's been 30 years, you know? And um, yeah. And so after that, I re- and I knew I had gifts and talents, you know, psychically and all of that. So I just opened my doors and started a practice. And I've had a wait list ever since. Ever since I opened, I always had floods of people. And I prayed every day, you know, thank you for bringing me the people that we can serve that will benefit. That was my prayer. Mm-hmm. And um, And the other thing was when my face was scarred for several years after the car accident, I had to really learn as a teenager and a, you know, young 20 year old to, I had to develop my heart and my soul. I couldn't get anything with my looks. Um, people mm. pointed at me and they didn't want to look at me. I didn't want to look at me. And it took a while to heal the, and the scars eventually went away. And <laughs> I have one left. I call it my warrior scar <laughs> to remember, like it was an empowering, um, teaching to develop the heart, compassion. So I can sit with people when they go through, some people cry for a half an hour when they lose their mother or father. And I can sit there. I don't try to say like, come on now. It's, they're in a good place. I allow people to go into their pain and I sit with them. And when they're done, then I help them to move the energy. Okay. So now what's the gift? So So that's that's interesting. That's how you got into shamanism then is starting with that personal experience. Did you begin from that time? Of course, that was beautiful how you chose to go into a place of love into your heart space instead of into a place of anger and resentment. Although that may have been part of the journey, but you went into a heart space, which is very powerful choice. But 
did you immediately start um, studying shamanism or was it even more gradual? Like you said, you had that part where you said, I can heal, but I don't want to be weird. So did you start studying? At some point I left the travel career and started managing a spa where they had healers and Mm -hmm. facial and massage and all of that. They had one tarot reader there and the woman, the tarot reader said, I think you're really psychic. And I said, really? And then the astrologer there did my chart. And she said, you've got the finger of God, the mystic rectangle. You've got all these things. You're a shaman, a healer, a, a, a psychic, a singer, and an artist. And I said, how do I become her? And And she said, just start meditating. So I started meditating every day and praying. And it started to happen. And then the psychic reader was out sick one day and they had me do the readings and people love the readings. They came back over and over asking for me. And I thought, I'm leaving this job. And so I moved down to the Cape, Cape Cod, um, Massachusetts, and where they have psychic fairs all summer. I went down in the summer. I did psychic fairs every weekend, met a Reiki master. I became a Reiki master very quickly. And, uh, and, and shamanism I was already doing, but I decided that I wanted to really train so I knew that I was getting every step of it. It's really important because you can get sick yourself or drained if you're not knowing all of the different steps. So I was naturally doing soul retrieval just through my healings, but I decided to go in and I studied with Sandra Ingerman, um, extensively and, and then the Foundation for Shamanic Studies, David Corbin, Nan Moss, um, David Perry, uh, so many people that I studied with every weekend because there were classes going on all over the place. So I would hop on the plane and go to Santa Fe or I would drive up to Maine. And so I took, you know, a full year of just taking tons of classes and felt, okay, you know, I'm already doing it. And the classes are helping me to have an education in it as well. So, well, that's really a wonderfully broad background. Again, I'm going to compliment you because there's, and you could say it was innate guidance or it's just the way you are, but there was a sense of, I need to learn more so I know more. And then I have more tools in, in, in my tool belt with which to work. That's a wisdom many people don't take in their metaphysical journey of any kind where they kind of stay one place. Some stay one place, maybe pick up something else. But that also gives you a broad base of skills and tools to approach your client base. So Exactly. So when I meet a client, they might need a Peruvian way of shamanism. They might need a Norwegian way. Because I studied with so many, I have so many different forms to use. And it really is like getting a doctorate when you study. And Mm -hmm. people respect me more. Oh, you're on Sandra Ingerman's referral list. You must know what you're doing. Or, oh, you've studied with this and that. There's a lot of people just waving a feather, calling themselves a shaman. They don't have any training. I don't even know if they're doing soul retrieval or whatever. And it's not fair to, you know, the clients. So now that we know waving a feather is not good enough to be a shaman. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) What For those who, who are uncertain or unclear, what exactly is shamanism? How would you describe that practice? And as well as we've heard about soul retrieval, but what would be the benefit of seeking out a shamanic practitioner 
for a, a service or a practice or a healing? Well, there's a lot of veins of shamanism. So the one that most people are familiar with now is going and doing ayahuasca journeys. And so that's something completely different, and that does not make you a shaman. Um, so Even me, with a feather? Even with a feather. <laughs> and I don't, I don't disrespect it, but a lot of people, you know. So a shaman is one, first of all, if the spirits pick. And usually a shaman has had a near-death experience or two and has a scarring. And, um, and so that's, that's one tell. Um, a sh- shamans walk between the worlds. So we're trained to cross people over. So when someone dies, my father died of the virus in April. Okay, sorry. And I helped to cross him over. He came to me and said, I'm stuck. I'm not sure where I am. And so I helped to cross him over. So there's that technique of whenever someone dies, that clients of mine, they'll call me or text me and say, could you check to make sure my father, mother, son, or child, you know, is is okay? And did they cross? So psychopomp is the term for that. And so crossing over. Um, soul retrieval extraction. You know, sometimes people just get really negative and angry or they don't feel good. And they could just have a spirit that got in their body by mistake, just something that's moving through the earth and it gets into the body and then it creates havoc. And I've had this happen a lot with people. They'll go to the doctor and the doctor will say, we got to take your gallbladder out. You know, we got to take this organ out. And then they'll call me and say, before I do that, I just wondered, is there anything you can do? And I'll do an extraction one hour takes one hour. And the pain's gone. They go back to the doctor and the doctor will say, what happened? You know, and so there's a lot of that as well. So any localized pain and any mm. change in your emotional state, a lot of people, I don't even think that there are criminals on the planet. I think there are people that they've gotten somehow a possessing spirit or something has happened where something's gotten into the body and it's affected their brain and their thinking. That's what I, that's Mm. my take on it. So we do land clearings. Anytime you move into a new place, you always want to have your land cleared and the house Mm. cleared. You don't want to step into somebody else's stuff that they felt for 20 or 30 years. Right. And I have clients that once a month, I clear their land. I journey over to their house. I check them to make sure they're okay. I balance their chakras. I check their home, their pets, their car, their land, and, and they get that, they get that once a month and it keeps them happy, healthy, and whole. <laughs> you know, so, I, go ahead, please. Well, those are just some of the things that you can expect with shamanism. And the fun thing is now that we have Zoom, um, I'm doing a lot of shamanic coaching and shamanic mentoring. So if someone has a goal, we would get on Zoom. And we would do four to six sessions and we would, I would teach them how to journey and they'd be, they'd be learning shamanism the whole time, but in, but, and with a goal for either healing themselves or manifesting a new beloved partner, Mm -hmm. uh, some prosperity, a new job, things like that. That's really, really so fun and powerful because they can watch me drumming and rattling I can teach them how to call in the directions, how to sage with feathers and all of that. And then the shamanic mentoring is for people that want to become a shamanic practitioner. And, and that's a more intensive that we do, you know, on Zoom. 
as well. So it's very powerful. Shamanism has had a renaissance. It's really come back over the past couple of years because people are receiving cures. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I wish everybody could see you as you're speaking about this because there's such a youthful enthusiasm and energy and love of what you're discussing and talking about. So it's really, it's really a cellular, it's a deep, deep DNA level commitment that you have to this work that you're doing. So we had discussed the idea that you would also potentially do a kind of a karmic clearing or healing for us or blessing. I may be saying it wrong, so please correct me, but could you let us know what it is, what it's intended, and then please, when you're ready, just go ahead into the process. Okay. All right. So um, you had mentioned that you were curious if we could karmic release something, and I, I think it had to do with the election or something like that. What, what, what well, were your thoughts? And then I, I'll tailor it. Sure. To that. My thoughts really were, and you've touched on a lot of this in what we've discussed, is that going through this year, everybody has a certain level of trauma, regardless of whether they've lost someone like you did, or they've lost their job or a relationship. So not everyone has been fortunate enough to have a healing session with you, but they, everybody's carrying a little level of trauma, like, like we're a nation of PTSD survivors right now. And I thought maybe collectively the uncertainty, the fear, uh, the loss of hope in some cases, maybe we could just clear all of that heaviness to allow us to look forward with more hope and more openness. Gotcha. Okay. So what I got from that was to karmic release. So karmic release goes in. It's very specific. And so will karmic release the root core issue that creates trauma in. So when you're doing it, it'll be specific for each person that's listening to this. Ah, Good. That's the beautiful part. The other thing I'd like to toss in with the karmic release and add in is let's karmic release any memories or traumas from any past life plagues, because that's another thing I've been doing with people. So now that the plague is here, Okay, kind of old-fashioned word, but now that that, that it's here, that's what it was called. People from past lives, and if you're if if it didn't happen to you in a past life, but it happened to your mother or father or somebody in their bloodline, which it did, definitely, then you're going to have a subconscious memory. This is a dangerous time. Mm. I'm frightened. I'm terrified. Mm. I could die. You mm. know. And so we're going to karmic release the the subconscious memory and traumas from any past life plagues, okay, and any hereditary plagues, and then we'll do the root core issue, and that way, so how the karmic release works is I call in my guides, and so this is not a a visual, this is just an audio, correct? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that, okay. So I, I won't be waving, uh, feathers then, <laughs> but I will, I will call in my guides and, um, I'm going to sing a medicine song and to connect, to connect all of us together. And time and space is an illusion. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this five months from now or five years from now. In shamanism, we work outside of time. And so you can receive this healing and it'll work and it'll be beautiful for you at any moment in time. So I'm going to call in the directions, call in my guides, 
And um, then I'm going to say, may I have karmic release? And, and you'll, you'll repeat that. So you'll okay. repeat that. May I have karmic release and, and we'll go through it. And so for those of you listening, you'll just repeat it out loud in your mind or out loud. I think everything is more powerful if you just say it verbally, really out loud. You know, so for instance, may I have karmic release from the root core issue that creates pain and suffering in my life? And then I'll say a prayer through all the levels and all the bodies, all the lifetimes. I'll do this long prayer and you repeat that as well. And as soon as that prayer is repeated, then I drum and chant and the spirits will start releasing all of that for you. So and then we, when, oh, go ahead, please. No, no go ahead. I was going to say, do we say each phrase after you say it? So yes. like you'll say, so in all the levels and all the lifetime, we'll say in all the levels and all the lifetime. Yep. Then you'll say the next one. Okay. Yes. And I'll prompt you if you don't say it, I'll say, you know, say that. And so then everybody will repeat it and they'll hear you doing it, which is good. <laughs> and, um, and then I'll drum for a couple minutes and then the spirits will say, okay, we're done. And then I'll go to the next one. And then at the end, uh, we'll, we'll end with a closing prayer, but this is powerful. And I always tell people after you karmic release your root core issue, um, it's always good to take some kind of apple cider vinegar bath. I always suggest organic apple cider vinegar because what we're doing is etheric, but your body needs to release and cleanse as well. If you don't like baths or you don't have apple cider vinegar and you don't want to do that, you can do a bath with salts mm-hmm. or you can do a foot bath with, you know, a pasta bowl or a soup bowl. Just put your feet in there with some salt. You want something that's going to extract out of the body, the toxins that we are stirring up. So that's, that's your spiritual homework after. Yeah. All right. In your hands. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. I'm going to rattle for a minute. Oh, creator, great spirit. God, God is all that is. I welcome and greet all of my guides, angels, allies, power animals, spirits of the East, all of the winged ones, raven, crow, hawk, eagle, sister wind, brother wind. Come and be present for everyone that's joining in for this karmic release right here and right now. Spirits of the South, beautiful sun, thank you for shining every single day. Thank you for illuminating our planet. We know exactly what time you'll rise and set all over the world. Thank you for that commitment. Surround everyone with a ring of fire around their body so that any karmic ties, ribbons or cords that no longer serve them gently dissolve away. Spirits of the West, bear who lies in the West, 
bring everyone into perfect order, align everyone's chakras, their meridians, their spine, their organs, their hormones, their digestion, and hold and embrace all of us with your mama bear hug. (laughs) Thank you, spirits of the West, the spirits of the rivers, the creeks, the lakes, the ponds, the vast ocean, the primal sea, goddess Yamaya, goddess of the sea. Come and bathe us in your phosphorus. Cleanse and purify the waters in our bodies. Spirits of the North, the tree spirits, the standing ones. Thank you for showing us how to root and ground into the earth right now. Thank you for showing us how to let go of our leaves and branches so easily with this karmic release as you do, beautiful standing ones. I call upon the power of the white mountains, the spirit of Mount Tam, and all of the mountains around where everyone lives, the grandmothers, the grandfathers, the ancestors, all of the earth elements, Thank you, thank you, thank you for being present. Oh, and Mother Earth, thank you for holding space as we walk your earth each day. Mm. We love you. Thank you, Mother Earth. I'm going to drum and connect in. Okay, repeat after me. May I have karmic release. May I have karmic release. From the root core issue. From the root core issue. That creates pain and suffering in my body. That creates pain and suffering in my body. Mind, spirit, and soul. Mind, spirit, and soul. In all dimensions. In all dimensions. Including dream time. Including dream time. And in all directions of time. And in all directions of time. Through all the levels and all the bodies. Through all the levels and all the bodies. All the lifetimes. All the lifetimes. Including the present lifetime. Including the present lifetime. Heal all the damage. Heal all the damage. From the situations. From the situations. And bring the healing. And bring the healing. Into the present now. Into the present now. Good. I like that strong uh, command in your voice. That's letting (laughs) the whole universe know. Everyone's letting the whole universe know. I'm serious. I want this to leave my body now. Mm. I'm just going to sing a medicine song as this clears. Fly like an eagle, 
fly so high, circling the universe on wings of pure light. Oh, wiki tai tai, oh, we got this huge root coming out of your solar plexus and just going up into the sun. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're that welcome. Was, that was a wonderful experience. And I hope the listeners have as powerful an experience when they listen to it. We're going to do one more for the plague. Good. And the virus. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank okay. you. That was beautiful. So, here we go. May I have karmic release? May I have karmic release? From any memories. From any memories. Or hereditary memories. Or hereditary memories. And all traumas. And all traumas. From past plagues. From past plagues. Viruses. Viruses. The wars. The wars. Recessions. Recessions. Holocaust. Holocaust. And massacres. And massacres. In all dimensions. In all dimensions. Including dream time. Including dream time. And in all directions of time. And in all directions of time. Through all the levels and all the bodies. Through all the levels and all the bodies. All the lifetimes. All the lifetimes. Including the present lifetime. Including the present lifetime. Heal all the damage. Heal all the damage. From the situations. From the situations. And bring the healing. And bring the healing. Into the present now. Into the present now. And just reflecting on your own parents and their parents and knowing that you're going right through the whole hereditary bloodline of what everybody went through. And most people have gone through all of them. River, she is flowing. Flowing and growing. The river, she is flowing down to the sea. Mother, carry me. Your child, I will always be. Father, carry me. 
carry me down to the sea, down to the sea. Hey ya, hey ya, hey ya. Oh, hey he hey ya, hey ya. Hey ya, hey ya, hey ya. Deep cleansing breath in, exhaling out, just allowing that ring of fire around your body to just extract the last bits of anything you may have taken on from your ancestors, anything you may have experienced in your past lives. And that root core issue, that's been extracted. Let's allow the sun's beams and rays to move into your body, to fill up any empty spaces where that root core issue and pain once was. So imagining the sun's beams and rays mixed in with starlight. And moving that into the crown chakra, illuminating the brain, illuminating any doubtful negative thoughts, allowing everything to be bright, beautiful, positive, and optimistic so that you may be the magician in your own life and create that optimistic, beautiful outcome. Allowing the lights of the universe, the sun and the stars to move through the eyes, the ears, the face, the scalp, your neck, the trunk of your body, front and back, your heart, your arms, your hands, allowing your spine to be filled with light, the lights of the universe cascading up and down the spine. Releasing all subluxations, allowing the spine, every vertebrae to be in perfect alignment. All the muscles along the spine are supple and relaxed. Your shoulders are filled with light. The buttocks, the hamstrings, the quads, all of your organs filled with light, your knees, your shins, your calves your ankles, your feet filled with light. And <sighs> just feeling that sigh of relief to have those issues cleared. Now you can step into the fullest expression of who you are. Feeling light, happy. And coming back fully, opening your eyes. Oh, thanking all of my guides, angels, allies, power animals, spirits of the east, the south, the west, the north, Mother Earth, Father Sky. Great spirit, God, goddess, all that is. So be it, so it is. Thank <sighs> you so much. That was truly beautiful, very powerful. I could feel that inside, especially as you were having things clear out. It's just, that was very, very powerful. I could feel things lifting. So it was very, really extraordinary. So uh, 
So I want to come back to something that we started with, I think because you referenced it in reference to everyone else, is about that magician card from the Tarot. Now, one of the things about the magician card also is that above his head, and it is a, a key in most decks, unless it is a female deck, but there's an infinity symbol, which really says everything is available to us if we open to it. And when you talk about the arm up and the arm down, I always think of as above, so below. And I think that's what you took us through tonight, is you gave us an as above, so below, so that we can have a straight conduit to being higher and better and brighter than we started this session with you. So I want to thank you because that was really a beautiful ceremony and a beautiful experience. I really do. It was, You're uh, welcome. Was I'm, I'm very, very honored. And I've been on your show before long ago in person and I had such a wonderful experience. And so it was fun to connect with you again. And this is my mission is world peace. And so my, contribution of world peace is working with people because each person creates world peace by their vibration. And if you can just walk by somebody on the street or the post office and, and smile, or if they can't see your face with your mask and Mm. and you just beam energy to them, you're practicing world peace in that moment. And the happier you are and the more fulfilled you are with your mission, then you're creating world peace as well. I want to let everyone know that we've been talking with Eve Crow, shamanic healer, intuitive reader. You can find out more about Eve at evebcrow.com. And that's E-E-B-E-B-Crow.com. And you'll see that in the listing in the podcast and also when we send our email out. So, Eve, do you have any final thoughts or messages you would like to share with the listeners about this time, anything in general, 2020, 2021, it's wide open. It's all on you. I think, uh, no pressure, no. I think it's, <laughs> uh, I'm going to speak for what I do for myself. I'm doing more meditations and journeys than usual in the morning and stopping in the middle of the day, taking several hours off, going out into nature and also you know, in the evening, doing my affirmations and the Ho'oponopono, working with forgiveness. And just keep working on yourself and and creating yourself to feel happy because you Mm. really are dreaming your dream. Mm. And you'll have a great reality if you maintain your body, your mind, and your spirit, and your soul. And one thing I didn't get to mention is... Mm -hmm. I'm now doing Zoom tarot parties and Zoom ceremonies for people, even during the holidays, but even after the holidays, you know, everyone's getting on Zoom now. And the other thing is, there's a woman that was on Fox News who has a donkey, and she's doing donkey Zoom parties and crashing meetings. And so people are having meetings, and this donkey comes in that makes everyone laugh. Well, I have two miniature donkeys, so now I'm doing that. Hmm. Besides their intuitive, um, they have a Facebook page, Intuitive Healing Donkeys. Besides doing um, some of their tarot card, which they pick with their nose and their tail, they pick tarot cards. I have lots of videos on YouTube if you want to watch them from when I lived in California. But we're now doing Zoom parties, and so I go to the barn, and, and you schedule a time. 
and they'll either pick cards or they'll do tricks for you. And so you can either have me live doing something metaphysical or you can be with my miniature donkeys, Kimba and Star. <laughs> and it's so fun. Yeah. What a, what a wonderful idea. So that also shows a way of approaching things in a new and different way, which is driven to us by some of the gifts of 2020. Because remember, right. you can find out more about Eve at uh, evebcrow.com. That's E-E-V-E. B as in Bravo, crow.com, C-R-O-W-E.com. And this year, 2020 reminds us what Oscar Wilde said. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. As we go forward, as we prepare to close out this year, head into the new year of 2021, I want to remind everyone to live in the solution. A person cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts. And so indirectly, yet surely, shape his circumstances. And you're growing into your divine potential. As we close, I want to once again share Albert Camus' poem, In the Midst of Winter. In the midst of hate, I found there was within me an invincible love. In the midst of tears, I found there was within me an invincible smile. In the midst of chaos, I found there was within me an invincible calm. And I realized through it all that in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. No matter how hard the world pushes against you, within you, there's something stronger, something better pushing right back. Whatever you give, do so from your heart. Choose to express from love in all your encounters. Live and practice loving kindness in all situations. Accept yourself fully. Accept and love yourself unconditionally. Open yourself fully to love using this affirmation. I surrender all to love. And remember, you're not a victim. You have a choice. So I want to thank you for listening to Good Vibrations Radio. We will have a quarterly preview on January 2nd to discuss 2021 in the months of January, February, and March. So if you're not on that email list, get to goodvibrationsradio.com and sign up. Have a happy holidays, whatever your celebration. We'll talk again next year. And until then, remember to turn the lead in your life into gold. Thank you for listening. Namaste. Gotta keep those love good vibrations ahead and wither. Good.